0: Hey Mark. Hello. Hello. Mark's right. here. Yeah. Yeah. It is just the four of us, I assume.
1: Do you know what? <laughs> I hope it's just the four of us because we're the best four. Don't don't tell anybody I said that. Um, but we are.
0: They'll never hear this, right? We we all thought it. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's fact.
1: <laughs> um this this will be the best podcast since sliced bread. Welcome along, this is, thank you Mark, every time, every time, this is off-season long snapper podcast, Um, Mark Salern's here being an absolute prick, other than that, are you well sir? (laughs) I'm good mate, you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fantastic, my computer's pissing me off, so not only do I have it making noises in my ear, I've got Mark making the same noises, which is really helpful, which is just what everyone wants to hear.
2: You're very welcome.
1: Yeah, very good. There you go. There you go. Um, Pat is here. How you doing, Pat? I'm good, thank you. It's going well today. You're, unlike Mark, not being a complete prick, you know, within seconds of the show starting. So uh, I'm grateful for that. We all have our brands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and Rich is here as well. How you doing, Rich? All right. Yeah, not bad. Just about recovered from the uh, coughing fit caused by Mark making me laugh. At the start of the podcast. So cheers, oh, don't right? worry, there, there won't be
1: much more of that. I wouldn't, I
0: wouldn't concern yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all have our brands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we, I like this free agency going on, and there's lots going on. So we thought, we thought we'd get together for a chat. Um, but you know, it could go anyway. This this it show, feels, honestly,
0: it feels like free agency is livelier this year than it has been for ages. Or is that just me paying a bit more attention? I don't
1: know, but it does. I would agree with that. It feels a bit more, a bit more crazy. I don't know. Teams seem to be knee jerking to stuff more Um, or also a lot more jerking as well. Oh, well, that's yeah. Fans will, (laughs) fans will knee jerk. Um, Do you know what I'd like to see more of though? Uh, I'd like to see more on Twitter of people's um, mock drafts that they do.
3: <laughs> I
1: can't get notor- enough of them.
3: Can't get enough of that. On the notoriously I- accurate draft predictors. Because basically what it is, it's like um, Football Manager, where they're like, what they do is they go on a thing that ranks a player low and then go, look at this steal I got. It's like, yeah, but that's, that's because they've ranked him six months ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Also, also, it's really, really funny if you do one of those mock drafts and then you trade up to get like the number four pick overall. And you like you trade like Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill or something to get the number four pick and then you use it to take a kicker and then you post it. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, really, really funny and original. Um, I don't know why I've had this particular rant, but there just seems to be a lot of that. Um, <laughs> we've not I've... even reached the draft.
0: I don't mind it for people who are chatting with their mates sort of trying to work out who they think teams might take or their team might take. But in terms, it's the people who are doing it where they're taking themselves extremely seriously and then will go on and on about how their choices were much better than the actual draft choices two days after the draft, oh. when no one knows how good those players will actually turn out to be.
1: It's like, I, I am convinced that this team is going to take... A center in Ooh, we'll the never fifth know round what Adam
0: was convinced by.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought that was me for a second. I'm pleased it was Adam that that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that will have been picked up.
2: It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got centred uh, by big NFL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll start that. I'll start that rant again. Yeah. I, it's like, oh, I, I'm absolutely certain that this team is going to take a center in the fifth round because I've analyzed. The first 160 picks of the draft, and I know which way they're going to go. No, you don't. It'll derail by pick two, you idiot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Stop trying to guess
0: this stuff. I don't mind the, I don't mind some of that stuff in terms of giving me a better understanding of quality players or people consider quality players coming out of college at certain positions I care less this year obviously because the Niners don't have a pick until the third round and by the time (laughs) you get to that point it's a fucking crap shoot anyway um but I always felt like I don't know you might you
1: you might trade up you might trade like Mm, even more picks away
0: to get (laughs) (laughs) to get get another quarterback (laughs) we've got 11 picks we've got plenty it's fine
2: (laughs) yeah
0: just none until late on day two uh but for me it's that thing of it's it's nice to see with the people who genuinely know what they're talking about positions of, you know, positions of strength, all that kind of stuff. So trying to understand a little bit more of the, like, oh, we need a safety. Are there lots of good safeties in this draft or like three yeah. who will all go in the second round? Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's quite useful context as a, as a fan, but like you say, it's like none of the draft will happen I would be impressed by anyone who can pick the first five picks of a draft. (laughs) Uh, Well, we we have some clarity on the first pick. So So, so we're
2: going to do a mock draft today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not going to do a mock draft. We're going to do a mock fantasy draft. No. no, no. Oh my God. Oh, I just imagine
2: imagine how shit that would be.
1: (laughs) Imagine if we did that. Um, what a twist. What an absolute <laughs> twist. No, Nobody listening saw that coming. They're just listening <laughs> thinking they're going to do a quiz in a minute. <laughs> uh, and instead, <laughs> we're going to bring you. But it's not just a fantasy mock draft. It's a special format, weird, um, best ball, auction, dynasty combined fantasy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, we're not going to have a quiz. There's the, there's the only twist that's actually going to come true. Um, the the first overall pick, though, back back on track. Um, the Bears have traded it to the Panthers for two first rounders, two second rounders. So the first, their own first from 2023, and they're, I think their first from 24, second from 25, and DJ Moore seems a reasonable amount to. To go the other way, it feels a. Do you know why? It's a weird trade that actually seems to make maybe make sense for both parties.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I don't hate it as a trade. I definitely think the Bears got the better of it. But if you're if you're moving up for the first pick in the draft, you're always going to get fleeced. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously gives the well, Panthers I'll, control over could the a quarterback. the Bears have got
1: even more? Is my only reaction there. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I think. I like the fact that it's not just picks. I like the fact that they've grabbed a quality wide receiver, which is something they've been really devoid of for quite a while now. Um, I think that what they seem to be doing is to have recognised that they like Justin Fields. He has improved over the last season. Uh, we're going to put all our eggs in that basket and try and give him more. So, you know, they've got lots of money in free Literally. agency. Yeah, <laughs> mm. and, and totally unintentional, but I'll take it. Um, they, they've they got a good range of draft picks, which presumably they'll use some of that on defense and they'll probably invest in the O-line. They've already grabbed, I can't remember who it was, but they've grabbed a, a decent offensive lineman to throw in there. and And that to me is the right way to go about this, having taken Fields, feeling like he's probably the guy you can build around. Now I like, I like the way that to really build.
1: Nate Davis spends four years at the Titans, never getting mentioned on this podcast, and suddenly it's the Bears have picked up a decent offensive lineman. Um, that's just, <laughs> that's just how it goes.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's almost like I pay no attention when you're talking, uh, but you, that's <laughs> I don't think I've talked about. Mentioned.
1: I haven't talked much about Nate Davis, um, but no, it's a de- it's a decent pickup. There are a few others. Um, they seem to have been quite busy in pre-agency. Um, and they're, yeah, they're, they're building up draft picks.
0: Yeah, it, it it does look good for them. I
1: What's mean, I'm sure they'll find to ways to
0: mess it up. The Bears have spent the second most in free agency in terms of contract cost. The most is the Broncos. How the fuck are they spending the most in free agency when they've got Russell Wilson's contract sitting around their necks like a millstone? <laughs> the cap isn't real. <laughs> well it is eventually as the Rams are finding out this this offseason good <laughs> and the
1: eagles by the looks of it they, they yeah. seem to be doing a bit of shedding yeah, but Darren it's,
2: it's... like going from there That's a is bizarre to me it was but they've
0: they've got two quality corners that they can keep wow. and they basically they've... decided two out of three was is good enough yeah but he was by far the best one Is the most expensive one, though.
2: Yeah, well, I I get it, but it's like, yeah, it's...
0: My favourite thing about this is
1: AJ Brown starting to throw his toys out the pram on Twitter about it. (laughs) I knew you'd like that.
0: I saw his tweet and almost just did the, like, at mention you in his replies. (laughs) And what are you going to do about it, AJ? (laughs) Complain on Twitter, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. flounce off somewhere else. You
2: got his ring out of it, so
3: he's. Oh no, hold on, no. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> I should say when eagles do it, it's generally called malting, not shedding. Ah, nice.
1: Good,
3: yeah.
1: Um, nice. uh I was about to... nearly said aquatic reference. What's the word? <laughs> the Is bird it... word <laughs> ornithology. Is that Ornith... it? Yeah, but there's there must be a simpler word. Ornithol... Birds. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Birds <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> What are they? They are quite a.
0: Give me a thesaurus. Um, <laughs> winged, winged, winged beasts. Oh, who knew? Who knew we'd be diving down this rabbit hole this <laughs> early in the cast?
3: We know there are going to be rabbit holes. We just don't know which ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, some interesting,
3: I'm... some interesting running back moves for both of those teams you just mentioned. Bears have had uh, Montgomery leave. Eagles have lost Sanders, gained Penny, and uh, extended Scott. It's a a room that you don't often see that much movement in. I don't feel like so. It's uh, it's interesting to see them uh, shuffling around a bit this off season. I don't hate the penny pickup,
0: but it's just one of those ones where it feels like it's a massive punt on a player who's been injured a lot. It,
2: it feels mm. like such it's a massive downgrade for me. Miles Sanders to Rashad Penny. Like, is he that productive? And like you said, he's so injury prone. Um, I think risky, he can be definitely. productive
0: when he's when he's on the field, his his um, yards per carry are pretty like pretty good, but he's never on the field. That's my issue with it. And Mars, it, Mars,
1: Mars Sanders to the Panthers is great for them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
0: I don't know solid two or three running backs there now. It's
1: I mean I don't I don't wanna yeah, I joked about doing a mock draft earlier. Um, we're not necessarily here to talk about the draft yet. That'll be that'll be on the next episode when Craig turns up with his quiz that I'm sure he's he's de- he's definitely written. Um, I hope but... I see you before October. <laughs> 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 but yeah, speculating about who the Panthers are going to take with the first pick because it doesn't seem that clear cut. May- maybe that's you know, because there are there's more than one decent QB available and there are more than obviously there are always more than one teams desperate to to land them so maybe that's a reflection of the what the Bears have got for this trade because you know there's the Texans there's the Colts they've all, all got high picks although the other teams are likely to use them on quarterbacks that was that was the thing that was maybe the the issue with the value of it is everybody knew that the Bears were happy with fields Um but you know it's it's a bidding war i don't know if it's it's happened too soon if like as i say whether they could have they could have got more um but teams like to plan don't they and it's it's you you don't necessarily want to do that block, that blockbuster trade on draft night itself or like a couple of days before
0: i um, it needs to be done really i yeah. wonder whether it's because the panthers probably said we'll do this trade if you're willing to do it now if you leave it, we might offer less uh, because it's the same as when when the Niners moved up. The whole thing for them was we can now put all our energy into scouting all of these quarterbacks. We don't need to try and hide who we're interested in because we've got control at this point. Um, you're just looking at, you know, like you said, it's that planning phase, but it's being able to really go, right, we're going to lock in all of our efforts on quarterbacks now rather than thinking, well, we we really want two of these four quarterbacks. And then if those two don't fall to us, who do we then go for? Do we go with a, you know, best available or pick a guy that we're not sure about? Like I can see the value in having that much more time to to look at it all. You say that the Niners didn't need to hide who they
1: were interested in. I recall that, argument you had with the obnoxious beat writer who was smugly convinced and it was <laughs> it was oh, it was Mac cal- Jones it was
0: Mac Jones. <laughs> Jones yeah um and just, <laughs> just well I was just I was annoyed by that mostly because of his insistence that he could read Kyle Shanahan's body language in a press conference and tell us all what was going on when we could all watch the same press conference and be like Well, he's been asked a load of question and he's basically refusing to answer it because he doesn't need to.
1: Yeah, and swing and a miss, Mr. Um, (laughs) Whatever-Your-Name-Was.
3: Let's just call him (laughs) Kaharski. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Same difference. I I don't think he's much as a troll, but he's definitely the type, because we've got another one who's an actual troll. Um, He's more of a just very smug and convinced that he's always right about everything. I mean, we could literally, we have
1: proof that he's not always right about everything. Um, but...
0: Uh, but this is the thing. He wrote some stuff after it happened where he was like, oh, well, they've gone with this other. I've tried to push I, I his right. way out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Like there was um, some suggestion that the fan base's reaction to Mac Jones being suggested convinced them that it wasn't the right pick. It's like those guys don't give a fuck what the fans think.
2: No.
0: And they shouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely shouldn't. Chris, where would we be if
1: teams cared what fans thought? I mean, we like <laughs> nobody would be under the cap, that's
3: for sure. I'll tell you one thing James Robinson wouldn't have just signed with the Patriots. Oh, that just the, B- the Bills that... would
2: have drafted Josh Rosen.
0: <laughs> you know, you know that James Robinson will have like 300 yard games for the Patriots and do nothing else because Bill yeah. Belichick plus running backs. <laughs>
3: And two of them will be against the Jets because the Jets gave them away. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the Jets, we've got to, we've
1: got to talk about Ugh. that elephant Ugh. in the room, don't we? Um, it's I th- it's still not announced. It might not be announced till September, and um, because that's the sort of prick he is. Um, but <laughs> the, the Packers hold like loads of aces with this the, the way Aaron Rodgers' contract is structured, so they they don't have to do anything nope. for ages.
2: And it's not like, like, like I. I kind of get the impression that the Jets were going to court him. He was going to decide that he wanted to go there. And that they were just going to go, So, Green Bay, can we just have him? And they were yeah, and yeah. they're like <laughs> and they're like, nah, I don't think you can. And apparently they feel like they can get similar value for him that the Lions got for Matt Stafford, which was two ones. Good,
1: good and they, they
2: think they think they're getting that. And um and the Jets clearly don't feel that he is worth two ones Um, he's not no you don't know Um, if he's even going to be playing more than one season no but that's what if that's what the Packers want they hold the cards so they go well give us that or fuck off
0: what are the Um, odds what are the odds that the Jets trade two ones for him and then he retires in preseason (laughs) you wouldn't be surprised would you and they've and they've picked up all the wide receivers that he's demanded as well Yeah. Which is ridiculous, by the way. Oh,
2: yeah. And and, and you can't like he can claim till he's blue in the face that he hasn't done that, or he's not been, (laughs) like, instrumental in those players that he's picked up. But you can't tell me that the Jets are going for Lazard and um, whatever the
1: fuck his name is. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Cobb.
2: They're not picking them up just out of the goodness of their hearts because they think, oh, no, that's the talent. Randall Cobb (laughs) is the one that we want.
0: (laughs) Come on. When was the last time Randall Cobb up more than like three hundred
3: yards in a season.
2: God knows.
0: <laughs>
2: Years ago.
3: At this point, you probably wouldn't want to be ahead of Braxton Berrios who they caught right.
2: No, and uh, yeah, it's, I honestly, I would. I'd be so happy if it, if they gave away a decent amount for him, and he was just absolutely shit.
3: Yeah. If he does go there, I hope he has a thoroughly miserable year. And retired. gets a worse average rating for the season then Jordan Love gets fewer wins than Jordan Love and yes retires at the end of the season.
2: that oh, would be incredible.
3: That would make Craig miserable, but you know he's a Jets fan, he's used to that. So I can cope,
2: I can cope with it. Sorry
3: Craig. Take one more year <laughs> for the team for us, please, Craig.
2: But I also get the impression that like all the, the current Jets player or the current decent Jets players who've been falling over themselves about it. And Jets fans feel like that I mean I've seen articles that, that are putting that if they get out if they get Aaron Rodgers they're like one of the AFC
3: favorites. Yeah, I've Aaron seen Rodgers- a lot of. Oh, they're just a quarterback away from a Super Bowl run. Are they? Have you seen well, if- them in the last decade? Aaron well, two Rodgers, two, two, if, two Aaron things Rodgers would
2: be the third best quarterback in his division. So if, yeah, he jo- if he joins the Jets,
3: if they
1: are a quarterback away, it's not him. He's not the right one. Yeah, quite, quite, quite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. So it is really, it's really odd. Like the as a as a fan base let's take Craig out of this for a second as a fan base. I actually actually find the jets relatively bearable. And I could sort of quite like, I quite like that, that sort of support like they're they're, there compared Mm -hmm. with the other team in New York. Yeah, they're, they're, they're better
2: than they're better than the Dolphins fans, but they
0: are. I'd but say you're
1: Mark, you cut your AFC East. You're not gonna, you're not gonna have a favorable opinion <laughs> of your,
0: your rivals. The but... unbiased views of Mark Salen on <laughs> AFC would, East teams. I would, put,
2: I would put them as you know, in terms of other AFC East, they're certainly better fans than
1: the Bills, or
2: the Dolphins, and the Patriots. Definitely the are. Bills. <laughs> they're certainly ahead of those other two. Um, but they're still Jets fans.
1: But the, the, but this is this is the thing. This is like as as a fan base, I sort of look at them and think they're quite they're yeah they're quite amiable. Um, but they've become unbearable over this. As... When was
0: the last time they had a winning season? That proper winning, like Sanchez?
2: Yeah, Sanchez. Did, did they have a winning season
1: Sanchez.
0: last year? No, maybe not. Quite. I mean, like proper like, like, like playoff run winning season, not just sorry. Yeah, but... it would
1: have been it would have been Sanchez's. Right, brace of conference championship appearances.
0: Team teams fan bases are much more likable when they're the die-hard fans who are just grinning and bearing it year after year, rather than the bandwagon fans who just jump on it when it's being successful. Uh huh. It, it's it's a weird,
1: it's like it, it's a really odd vibe with Aaron Rodgers. Like I get, <laughs> it's all the drugs. Uh, That's a very odd thing it's to say. All the fucking but, peyote. Very obviously to say, but it, it's like a. It's it's making people go crazy. And it's very easy to, to laugh at this from a distance because we've kind of watched Aaron Rodgers play with, like, and he can't give it. He hasn't really cared for a few years, I don't think. Um, although he's grumpy enough that you think he cares. I don't know. But is, is, but that not,
2: is that not the major thing, though? It's Does he give a fuck anymore?
1: It really? doesn't look like
2: does it. He, does he care it, about the game enough? To warrant this level of adulation, still, because you're right. The last couple of years at the the Packers, he just doesn't look like he gives a shit. He's made enough money. He's got a ring. I just you like you'd be better served just go and do something else, man.
1: It's Mm it's really it's really strange how uh, that that fan base could latch onto it and they're absolutely. Absolutely falling over themselves to just recreate that South Park GIF like constantly, mm. <laughs> and it, it's just—it's
3: not going to end well, Jets fans, is it? Like, no. Even you even set yourself up goes... for pain. You set yourself up for pain when you assume that the guy you're recruiting, who's in his how old is he? Late thirties, early forties, you, and you're basically saying, "Oh, he's going to be absolutely like he was in his peak a decade ago." He, he ain't. I am
0: going to disagree with that a little bit. He's had two MVPs in the last three years. He's not that far away from his peak. And we've that well-known seen...
3: popularity contest MVP, yes. <laughs> he, was,
0: he was excellent in both those years. We raved about how good he was back then. He wasn't good last year, but he clearly has become so toxic in that environment that you can see why. I think there's an element here where he could end up going to the Jets and having a couple of good seasons, not necessarily Super Bowl winning seasons, but good seasons there before he decides, okay, I'm done with all this shit. He loves attention and there's nowhere nowhere more attention heavy than a New York team market. I think he'll love it there for a little while and then remember that he hates the game and leave
1: it's just just a pity it's not the cowboys that would have been perfect. Oh god.
0: Oh, I <laughs> I would be so delighted to see him go to the cowboys. We can knock out Aaron Rodgers and the cowboys in the playoffs 2 for 1.
1: I mean, if it wasn't for Mike McCarthy he might have done <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> just uh, yeah. Uh, I also I'm really very, I'm very much enjoying the Brett Favre comparisons with this yes, like the it's fo- great. following exactly following his career path um and obviously Jordan Love is going to end up being like this elite quarterback, but no one's ever actually seen him play. So we don't know. But <laughs> you, know you know, that's how this is going to end. And he will be within, he hasn't looked three, within three weeks of the 2023 season. He'll be outperforming
0: Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That would be hilarious. I would be very happy to see that. Talking yep. of players that would be suitable for the Cowboys that might end up at the Cowboys, OBJ? I think that's a hilarious landing spot that's... because he's looking for a multi-year deal. He, You know he's going to want to get paid because he's still got a reputation and the Cowboys will pay him and end up having got rid of Zeke because he was a player that had fallen off a cliff performance-wise and was costing them too much with a player who's fallen Even off older performance-wise and is costing them too much. And had a more serious injury. Um, I mean, I love OBJ, loved how he played when he was at his peak, but I don't see him being that player ever again,
3: sadly. No. Cutting uh, Zeke at this point is surely a massive admission that they fucked up in the first place, right? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm still amazed that they've cut him, considering he was Jerry's guy. But, um, yeah, it's, it's sensible because he was awful. He has been awful for two years.
1: I don't know. He's, yeah. he's had his moments, but you can see, you you get it. I think the like it's not as if it's the it's not the wrong decision, is it?
2: Pollard is by far the better back.
1: Oh yeah, he Agreed. is now. He is now. Um, some someone will pick Z up. No, yeah, and definitely. and but he won't. Yeah, he's not. He's not the same. Obviously, <laughs> the there, difference... there seems to be a bit a bit of a as we as we touched on. There's a a bit of a carousel of running backs this off-season.
0: I think the thing with Zeke this year was that he only cost them like 5 million in dead cap, something like that, against the 16 million salary. And previous years, he would have been getting, he'd have been a much bigger hit. So it's easier for them to justify cutting him. Speaking of dead cap, how about Matt Ryan? Um... (laughs) 18 million, something like that?
1: Exactly that. Bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, we, I can't remember if it was on this pod, but... We speculated this might happen, and but then there's this like, but they can't cut him. Look at his contract. So, well, um, yeah, anybody can. <laughs> can cut anybody.
0: <laughs> Turns out, when you're in the depths of a rebuild, that extra cap space doesn't really help. With no one will sign for you.
1: I, it's oh, it's extraordinary that they are they've got to this this point. I mean, the Colts are going to take a QB at four, right? So, yeah, it, it's
2: can you imagine Nate's reaction if they took like a guard?
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> in fact
2: I to, yeah, man, I really, I'd, be, I'd be worried for him <laughs> a little bit
0: just a vein just exploding in his head
2: Yeah, I'm fairly sure if I would be able to look out of my window I would see a tiny little explosion over that way in the country <laughs> what,
0: was, <laughs> I what, what position
1: awesome. what position could they take it for that would make him the most cross you say i mean a guard could be useful i, I don't know like Same running team. back or something yeah oh. <laughs> like a really obnoxious injury prone running back with a really high ceiling um that's um, going to do his acl yeah. in week 1
0: an off ball <laughs> linebacker who had terrible college tape showed really well in the uh in
3: the, in the combine, combine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, with no coverage skills <laughs> he um they they lost bobby acaraki as well which is uh, a big loss with it's not been a an off season that would make you happy if you're a colt's fan there's it part you quite of me happy that, if you're a jag's fan there's part of me that
0: wonders whether they should actually try and trade back and take the best tackle in the draft on the grounds that taking a quarterback into that organization is not going to be good for that quarterback for at least the first season
2: that's what mm. that's what I fear for the panthers whoever the Panthers draft as well considering he now doesn't have his main weapon um he's he's got like no offense offensive line he's gonna get destroyed from week one uh, like I feel bad for the guy
1: this is this is a problem with that most teams have when they're in this situation trying to draft a quarterback um yeah, it's they, it's they are unusual in general <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's problem um it's you're, it's an unusual spot to be in where you've got a pick that high and your is in decent shape. Um, because if your is in decent shape, you've probably not got a second, third or fourth pick overall, have you? Um, move, moving on with the quarterback carousel, um, Derek Carr to the New Orleans Saints, which... In the meta-smooth of the off-season. <laughs> it might seem meh, but I don't think it's a bad one. It's sort of. It, I think it's a really fine. good
2: move for Derek Carr. <laughs> yes,
0: well, agreed.
2: He gets to go to a team that is traditionally very good on offense, with some reasonable weapons around him. They've now just added Jamal Williams as well, um, and he gets to throw the ball in the dome. I think that it's about as good a landing spot as he could possibly hope to yeah. be in. Unlike, the unlike the
1: a legion that's well open to the elements that he was playing in um yeah he's he's going to go to uh...
2: but but he could have gone to a team that wasn't in a wasn't in a dome um i think it's about as good a situation as he could possibly have landed in what it means for the saints i mean yeah it's meh it, as we as we've said countless times it's this is them saying i hope we manage to we're in a division that's a bit shit I hope we manage to get nine or ten wins and maybe a win in like a game in the playoff, and that's kind of what they're saying is all right for them at the moment.
0: The issue with this move is it's mediocre team staying mediocre. The yeah. the you, you have to take a big swing, and whether that is doing what the Jets do and trying to go after Aaron Rodgers or trying to get someone in the draft, I don't think Derek Carr is the guy to lead you to a Super Bowl. And if you're not ultimately trying to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years what are you doing and i just think they are a, a, currently an yes. average team that's going to stay average maybe they win that division because there's a lot of dross in they there sh- they, they
2: will i think they will comfortably but it that doesn't mean much
0: right you're going to get knocked out the teams around in you, the first yeah. round of the, the playoff and you're not you're not getting a ring with, with that, that. <laughs> or i'd be surprised <laughs> if they won a super bowl off the back of this move and I think I think it'd be interesting to see how Derek Carr does in a different city, different setup. Maybe he has a better season than he's had ever in the past, but I still don't think that's going to be top 5 production level. But it's yeah. not easy to get hold of that. No. You know, it, it's like they they could
1: have done well, okay, look at their division. They could have done what the Bucks have done and picked up Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> They could have done what the Panthers have done and given up the world to get TBC quarterback, who's probably the wrong choice because that's how these things go. Or who else is in the division? The Falcons. Falcons. Who who even is the Falcons quarterback? Ridder? I'm not even sure. They've released Mariota.
2: Yeah, I don't know at the minute. Talking
0: Um, of uh, Baker Mayfield and picking the wrong quarterbacks, I went back and looked at that 2018 draft and three of the top five, have moved teams multiple times and only i think lamar was fifth out of the top five quarterbacks picked in the first round it's like he well obviously you know there's a certain bills player that Mark might was that the, was, was all that right josh that allen was josh, josh allen, allen was the third third yeah that picked.
2: was the, was that the Sam <laughs> was it sam Darnold, josh allen josh rosen yep and
0: josh rosen even yeah. in the league anymore no right and this might be third choice somewhere yeah you can move all the way up to first or second, but those guys often don't pan out. And sometimes it's because of the Panthers situation of you're putting them behind a, a, an offensive line that's terrible. They get pummeled consistently for two, three years and then they're fucking running scared the whole time. Yeah, so much is about situation.
1: I mean, it's there great. are, we we know this, like it's how many Andrew Lux do you get or how many Peyton Mannings or like that number one pick that works. Like you see, just as many Jamarcus Russells or Jameis Winston's or Carson Wentz's, uh, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz that year where they were one and two. Like there's there's a lot of crap that ends up going up there. It's just yeah. just a desperation for a quarterback.
3: That's it's always there. It's always the same. I'm gonna... friend... sorry, John. I was going to say our friends, the winner Show, did some good stats on this recently. So between eighty six and twenty ten. I don't know why they picked that range. 57 quarterbacks drafted in the first round, of which three had all pro seasons, 24 made at least one Pro Bowl, and 23 of them played less than 50 games wow. in their NFL career, well, 50 starts in their NFL career. So it's about a 40% bust bus rate if you take that as the sort of um, set point for where you're saying busts are. So, yeah, it's no, by no means a short yeah. thing, as you say. It feels
1: like
0: it's got worse as well in recent yeah. years.
3: I, I'm going to be controversial and say I like
0: the Mayfield move more than I like the car move for the team involved. Someone's because, got to back up Kyle Trask, right? Well, because mostly because of the cost you, you are either going to have a terrible season, in which case you're getting a high draft pick next year and a chance at a quarterback you actually like, or you get a guy on a relatively low contract who gets you some wins that you're not expecting. I, I think I actually prefer that approach to, um, to what they've done, to what the the Derek Carr move is, this this might sound like I'm taking the piss, and
2: <laughs> therefore but you are taking the piss.
1: <laughs> are they 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 don't know if Brady's going to unretire?
2: He's <laughs> not going to unretire, Adam. No, no. Stop, stop tooting this horn. It's <laughs> <not happening.
1: laughs> they do. There's, <laughs> but Mark, they're not. the The Bucks aren't going out and trading for a quarterback or getting a big name. They're not. And it's for that reason, but
2: they do they not think that this is that's what they've done? They've gone out and got a name. Are they not the type? The type of How the haven't they gone out and
1: got Baker Mayfield on the cheap because he could he could maybe yes, do a d- job d- for d- them? Do
2: they not think that he's like the? Oh, we're the team that can rekindle that first overall
3: pick magic. No, no. Brady's no, not, not,
2: not coming back. He's not
0: coming back.
3: <laughs> Whether he comes <laughs> back or not, he's costing them thirty five million on their cap next season. So it's uh, they're struggling either way. That's, oh, that, it's that's so
0: bonkers the
3: amount that it costs on a player that's retired. No, well, you push it into the future and you've got to pay it at some point.
2: Uh huh.
0: <laughs> I, I, the Bucks are blowing that all up and starting again, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee Baker's their starter next season. No. Yeah, because Brady might retire. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. I feel like I feel like you and Mark should have a, a wager on this because. You're not letting it go. Oh, I
1: don't. <laughs> I, I don't care enough about Brady, but I, I just, it just, obviously the cap like that. That hit is a part of this, and, and yeah, I, I, I realize that all when I take my tongue out of my cheek. But it's, it's not entirely in my cheek. It, it's like that. That is in the back of their minds, and like they're not gonna go and get. They're not gonna do what the Jets did and go and get an Aaron Rodgers. Um, because of that eventuality obviously they couldn't afford him either but uh, baker is you know they're put they're paying him backup money and he's somebody that could feasibly start for them as a as a stopgap or for, yeah for a year fine like, they're, they're, like he'll win he'll win in some games he'll lose in some games but like he's He'll put a few bums on seats as well. Like he's, that that whole pr- presence and his his personality and that swagger will do that. So like, I, I can understand,
0: you can understand why he gets interest. He's like a really arrogant, unlikable Jameis Winston, isn't he now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was Jameis Winston that arrogant? I don't know.
0: No, like, no, that's what I'm saying. Okay, and I yeah. always felt like Jameis Winston seemed like, slightly weird, but always like, an all right guy, guy you could go and have a pint in the pub with and not want a punch in the face after about eight minutes, which is what I think you do with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> oh, I think, I think, that, I think those girls at
2: Florida State would probably disagree with you, but um, like <laughs> allegedly, let's not go there.
0: Allegedly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if, well, yeah how how many how many players in the NFL are that squeaky clean? Most are probably squeaky squeakier clean than that. Um, yeah. You friggin' hope so. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> But you're
1: you're right, Rich. You'd want to punch Baker Mayfield in the face way before you'd want to punch James Winston in the face. I firmly believe that.
0: By the (laughs) way, my point was more that he's turned into this kind of quarterback who just will try and make things happen. And sometimes it will come off, but most of the time, he'll just end up throwing three picks in the game. Can we Uh, rank the 32
1: quarterbacks in terms of who you most want to punch in the face to who you least want to punch in the face? (laughs) And Rogers won. Yeah, that's quite easy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, then it's just the the other thirty-one, just whatever, <laughs> aren't they? <isn't>
2: yeah. it? <laughs> then it's thirty-one
0: joint. Yeah, Baker's <laughs> Baker's quite up there. I think Baker and then the rest. Sam Darnold, because he's got a massive face. i really. Yeah, easy you to, like, you're not it gonna miss. Right away, it? Yeah, you're not gonna miss
1: with the punch, are you? That's In fact, gonna. Adam, you, just, you just, say you're just doing
2: that, Rich. You actually hit him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, other oh. Other quarterbacks, then Jacoby Brissett to Washington.
3: Ooh. He's
0: better than what they had. He's a placeholder, isn't he? You They've think. effectively
3: swapped him for Heineke, right? Because Heineke's yeah. gone. Where does Heineke end up? Somewhere else. Cleveland? It's... Somewhere else. Yeah. It's surely, Cleveland, an... right,
0: yeah. I'm not it's even surely sure. In a, it's, a, it's an omission from that organization that they actually do need to just blow it all up and start again, I think. Rather than. It was Atlanta. He's gone with Johnny Smith. Ah,
3: lovely.
2: There you go. He, he might start
3: there next year. Yeah, <laughs> <You> should <laughs> at tight end because that's what they seem to do with some of their QBs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they've got they've got about
1: seven tight ends. It is down there. Yeah. Um. um oh, Kyle Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith has me licking my lips actually. But yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> say, <saying, laughs> "Oh, who, who why are the they taking then?
3: red zone targets away from Kyle Pitts it's like mate, Have you not seen two tight end offenses win Super Bowls? Just calm down.
1: Yeah. Or in Atlanta's case, four tight end offences. Um, yeah. But that's Arthur Smith, you know, that's that's what he'll bring you. Yeah, I don't, it's it's hard to get excited about that. Um Jimmy G, we haven't mentioned him. Intrigued um, the, to see what Las he Vegas does.
0: Raiders. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be injured within eight games based on <laughs> past history. But I i either gonna
1: be... be injured or shit. It's just <laughs> the fun of finding out which, maybe both. I...
0: I think he'll play pretty well and then he'll get injured i think he'll I think he'll have better stats than Derek Car did this season just gone i'll
1: I'll pain. take that bet no he will not <laughs> you don't think so I don't think so I don't know what what metric we're gonna pick, but I'd like to quantify this and uh, have a little wager <laughs> on that Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy g will be worse than Uh, Somebody level-headed, pick a metric. Um, I'm going to say that Jimmy G will be worse than Derek Carr after.
0: (laughs) Yeah, passing yards per game. Surely that's the easiest one to measure on. You're not going to have... Neither of them are rushing quarterbacks, are they? Uh, No, that's true. Okay, passing... Neither of them are
2: passing quarterbacks either, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just feel sorry for Devontae Adams because he's just... All Clearly those targets angry. outside the numbers are just yeah, all gone.
2: Clearly angry as well. Lots of <laughs> lots
0: of slants. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um all right, that you're on over how many games? Four <laughs> games? I don't know what No, I was just
0: gonna say Um over the course of the season, passing yards per game because he'll get injured and then that'll that allows us to ignore that. Is that not part of the Okay,
1: passing yards per game, whatever, fine. He's he's, he's not as good anyway. I don't care. Um,
0: I love the fact that you care more about that bet than the Brady one, given the the relative profiles of the players involved. I do, and I'm not sure why. Um, (laughs) Because he knows deep
2: down Brady's not coming back. He's just being Adam about it. All right, I'll
1: take your bet, Mark.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, him versus Josh Allen. Passing yards, total passing yards next season.
0: <laughs> uh I'm not taking that bit. <laughs> I, I think the more fun thing about the Jimmy G to Vegas thing is going to be the uh that's jawline and handsome good looks in a city like Vegas will be I mean, if there aren't hundreds of stories in the preseason about what he's getting up to, then I don't know what's going on. He's gonna oh,
2: have a so- good time there, isn't he?
1: Super Bowl City this coming season as well. It's just all all falling into place. And for him to be, you know, to watch it on crutches from the stands, it'll be perfect for him. (laughs) Um, Oh, poor Jimmy. Oh, come on, Jimmy's
0: Jimmy's doing all right for himself. I mean, he's 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 done uh, fine for himself. It's just the, you know, it'd be nice to see him have like a two or three season stretch without a major injury that takes him out for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, if that's your thing. Fine. Um, well, play health. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm okay with players remaining healthy. Adam, well, what the
3: fuck <laughs> is your angle?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a strange mood. <laughs> um, right. Um, what else is to, what else is to discuss? Um, Pat, your favorite cornerback is off to the Miami Dolphins. Um,
3: Lucky him. As, as a pair of aging grumpy corners. <laughs> All cornerbacks are twats. You know we've established this. Um, it will be is... interesting to see now. He's in a team with another elite corner. He can't get away with this. Oh, I'm never targeted. That's why I don't do that much. Sort of excuse that you see bandied about. Like, oh yeah, well, no one ever throws his way, so he never has to. That's why his pass breakup numbers are lower than you'd expect.
2: They should. They so... should probably should pass him pass his way because from what I see in his play last year, he he gets beat by his man more than he doesn't. So um, I, I'd like, yeah, good for them. It's a name, isn't it? And that's what the Dolphins are going for at the minute. They're signing names.
1: They seem to yeah. be top of the list with any rumours. Like, big name player is released. Oh, the Dolphins are probably going to pick him up. Big name player might be traded. Yeah, probably to Miami. That seems to be the thing. I don't...
2: It smacks me of what the Rams tried to do. And the difference is that they're doing it with a quarterback that's still on a rookie deal rather than... A... And
1: one who's broken. It yeah. really worries me.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, but it will it will eventually catch up with them where two are either they decide he's crap or they have and they have to mo- go again with another rookie or they have to pay him and they won't be able to with all these all these names that they've got. Um it feels like that they feel like they're in win now. They have a season or two to to get a they've super got
1: they've got the timing all wrong though i think it's it's i mean it's not necessarily their fault i just don't think two is going to work long term i don't i don't I'd see be, him getting really paid good. and yeah. it's it, yeah they might do alright but it, you could just see him getting hurt again and being the is
0: you you have to take advantage of that rookie contract the fact yes. that they're not paying him very much money still allows them to make these kind of moves so you've got to yeah. try for it south seattle won their ring right with russ yeah but yeah, russ it's... was a lot better you... and yeah it, yeah it's... It was, was he much... now he's are yes. the broncos
2: <laughs> <laughs> so much better
0: i know I and know. durable
2: he was um yeah i
1: <clears throat>
2: it, it seems odd to me and, and and now we know that it's mike white backing him up next year, Mike White will be playing. He's
1: going to see more game time, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh... He,
2: will, he will be playing next year. And, yeah. yeah, I feel like they've added a lot of good, strong... They've got talent on both sides of the ball now, you can't deny that. But it's, yeah, the most important position is still a massive question mark.
1: Fantastic pick-up with, with David Long, at linebacker. Um, yeah. That that really hurt me, that did. I mean, I know, I know he's had a couple of injuries, it's another one of those, but um, he though, yeah, that that's probably made it a better deal for the Dolphins because they haven't had to pay him as much. But I was really, really disappointed that we we didn't hang on to him. Um, he's a, a, a terrific player, one of those late round steals that you get sometimes. That you, yeah, every, every team wants that kind of pick. At, on the on day three when it turned out like that. Um, but if he, if he stays fit, um, he will, yeah, galvanize that. Linebacking call, galvanize that defense, and that's a yeah, they're obviously their secondary we we've, we've just mentioned a uh, stack with talent at receiver, uh, yeah. It, it it works except for their quarterback for me, as I say, uh, it, that, yeah, that they re all their running, running backs it. that they didn't lose last year as well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is going on? So, one thing we haven't
3: talked about. There's only one thing. Oh, there's plenty, but one that <laughs> triggered us all to start getting back into this in the first place a couple of weeks ago, and has kind of got lost in the midst of free agency, Daniel Jones getting horrifically overpaid. <laughs> is that is that what started the chat and planning this podcast, Daniel? Yes. B- Jones. Yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is about it is, like, New York's other moves look fairly shrewd, like, They've picked up a good linebacker. They've re-signed good pieces. They picked up Darren Waller in a trade. They got really good value for. But
0: you're dropping,
3: uh, yeah. But if you've dropped a massive contract on a less than average QB, that's going to hold you back for the rest of his career there, unless he steps up drastically beyond what we've seen so far in his career. The other moves don't matter because, yeah, it's it's a weird one for me, and I'm not I'm not convinced it's going to take them forwards the way they want it to.
0: I generally agree with everything you're saying, but I also think Dable is an excellent coach. And so he must be seeing something there that's allowed him to say, yeah, let's pull the trigger on that. Yes. It's yeah, the, paying it's paying more than I, Patrick Mahomes is getting paid. It's the only reason, <laughs> it's the only way I can justify. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes' deal is a, it sounded massive at the time, but the length of it just makes it seem cheaper and cheaper every year we get to this conversation. Um, I, I agree with you. The money seems absolutely crazy, but the only thing I can think of is that Dables seen something there that he thinks he can work with and continue to improve. So for me, the step forward that Jones took in the second half of last season, he's got to say the same step forward next year for that contract to get anywhere near
3: being worth what it's worth even then he might scrape the bottom of the top 10. And that is not enough for 40 million a year. The amount that that takes out the rest of the percentage of your team. Well, s- what was
0: interesting about that contract was then contrasting it with what Seattle did with Gino, where they've paid him much more in that sort of mid range top 16 ish quarterback money. So he's getting paid. And, you know, obviously a lot of the the lower half of that is going to be older deals he's getting paid what seems like almost this sort of mid-range quarterback money that we haven't really seen. Everyone's been getting like either massive deals or backup or rookie money. And now we've got – Jimmy G's the same, right? He's, what, 22 million a year? And I think Gino's 25. So we're starting to see this sort of mid-tier of quarterbacks who are like serviceable but not spectacular. And it feels like Daniel Jones should have been one of those rather than like the monster deal that he's got. I don't get it. I don't get any of it. Um, I like I like what Seattle have done with Gino. It's really annoying.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get I get that.
2: What do you think about Lamar? Oh. And his situation at the moment <sighs> seems like a weird, like that's heading towards a car crash.
0: The I can understand it from the Ravens perspective, even though I don't necessarily agree with what they've done. My take on it is. My understanding, from what I've read, and it's all rumor, of course, is that he's looking. Oh no, I don't know. Who it is. I think he's. I think his representatives have said he's looking for a fully guaranteed contract. He wants, he wants a DeSean, he wants, Watson. He
2: wants a Deshaun Watson contract. Yeah, which right. Was,
0: and that, what what no, the Ravens have said no. is, we're no. not doing that because basically you're, every you're other injured owner all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thirty-one owners in the league looked at that contract and went, "Why the fuck have you done that to us?" And they're all basically saying we can't have another one of these because if we have another one, all of a sudden, every quarterback contract will be fully guaranteed and we're not, we're not doing that. So the only thing I can think is what, what the Ravens have done is said, we'll give you a massive contract, but it's not going to be fully guaranteed. And he said no. And they've said, okay, well, what we're going to do is we'll put you on the um, unrestricted uh, franchise tag, so you can go and talk to other teams. And then if you can get a deal done with one of them, that's fully guaranteed. Cool. We'll take the two first round picks. And we don't think you will. So when you end up signing a contract, that's much more in line with what we are getting. Tendered a contract. That's much more in line with what we would have offered you. We'll just match it and
3: keep you. It was so weird seeing teams rushing out to say, no, we're not interested in him. It's like, but he's been really good. And you're the Falcons. You've got no one. No, no, not interested. Sorry. But that's the Carry owners.
0: On. That's the owner-led. No one's paying a fully guaranteed contract. It's the thing. owner-led collusion, not collusion, oh, collusion, massively
1: collusion. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I- ignoring the intricacies of these contracts for a moment, it just baffles me that, like, like you said, like Daniel Jones gets this contract, and yeah, Derek Carr goes to the Saints. Baker's going. Like, I know the money's completely different and the circumstances, but, and yet. Everyone's going out their way to say that they don't want Lamar. Like, have you seen all these? Have you seen Daniel Jones, Derek Carr play, and have you seen Lamar play? Like, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, it's this sort of fear of, well, we're going to overpay for someone, or they're going to get injured. Or, well, they might, they might win you a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. As as you said, Derek Carr's not winning the Super Bowl for the Saints, is he? Or. <sighs>
2: And let's not ignore the elephant in the room that people would point out if they were here. There's a very noticeable difference between Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones and Derek Carr.
0: Mm-hmm. I think uh, I if he, if people had put that forward, I would I, I still think it's the it's, I d- the it's the guaranteed money thing more than it is that. Because if you if you don't if he's d- not arguing uh, my, for a guaranteed but, money my contract, point, but, my, I think the Ravens have already is, signed him.
2: But my point is you wouldn't have these teams going out of them going out of their way to fall over themselves to show how uninterested they are in the player. It just that yeah. felt like it was far too much. I, like, I you, still that, think You I don't think see it's... that. Like if you if he's not your player and suddenly someone puts an unrestricted um tag on him
3: there's no need for the
2: Falcons to say oh we don't want him. Well, no one asked yeah, you, mate.
3: They, they gain nothing. <laughs> they gain nothing from saying that. You can have a no. quiet chat with him in the background if you want. We don't need yeah, to know. No, no one oh, asked you. I
0: think I think there's been some of that about Aaron Rodgers as well, though. Or, and,
3: I go
1: back
0: now. to I go back to it's the collusion thing. It's all the owners basically saying, "Fuck you, we're not doing uh, fully guaranteed contracts,
2: especially to that black man."
0: I'd love it. I'd love it if. Uh, Sean Watson got 230 million as a non white quarterback, oh, the, fully that, guaranteed. That's, that's the
2: Browns, they do weird things.
0: <laughs> you can't say that, Mark.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns uh, tender him a 200 million uh, guaranteed contract. Why not just stick it out there, see what happens? <laughs> oh, the Browns have the Browns done anything? God knows, who cares? I think they've picked up some like defensive players and that's about it i haven't seen much from them they've done more than the bills to be fair <laughs> yeah the, the bills have only lost players at this point oh I, well, that, I feel that one
2: yeah so so tremaine we've only really lost tremaine edmonds
0: um yeah but that's it's a big loss I mean, it feels like a big loss right
2: so he he was our yes in so much that he was our defensive play caller he was kind of like our defensive captain Um, athletic freak and still very young. Last season was by far his best season, but he had had a lot of really average seasons before that. Um, But it does leave a a big hole in our linebacker core. We only play two linebackers it is. Milano has re-signed. I think they would have liked to have kept Edmonds, but he was where we are in a cap position at the moment. As soon as the market was what it was for him, um, we were never going to be able to afford to pay what the Bears paid for him and and that was that we've managed to keep Jordan Poyer which is good um but yeah that's that's about it and we need we need to go out and get Bobby Wagner
0: it does always feel like you can pick up good quality linebackers in like the third and fourth and fifth rounds of the draft as well so given that you only play two in a modern off uh, a modern defense it does feel like it's it's not great because he obviously he's felt like he's a quality player for you lot but I think the linebackers are the ones that you almost feel less concerned about losing. Yeah.
2: I, I, I think we will try and get a a cheaper free agent for someone like a, a Bobby Wagner or a Drew Tranquil, someone like that um, who won't be massively expensive as a kind of like a one or two year stock gap. And um, while we draft someone in like the third round, we drafted a linebacker in the third round last year and they played very, very little. Um, they're still around, but kind of nurturing them a little bit. Um, you might you might
0: hope. find that that's the player that they've that's the reason why they've let him walk, is because they've seen enough from that guy to be like I,
2: next I season reason, he'll step I think, up. I think, I think the reason they've let him walk is because they couldn't afford to pay him what <laughs> the Bears mm. have paid him. I think we would have we would have liked to have kept him, um, but yeah, that, that's about it really. You could always restructure contracts. Yeah, well, not when they offer fifty million.
1: <laughs> I f- I found our, our
2: free agency. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I was guys surprised.
0: Guys. It's,
1: quite, it's just been quite depressing. Like, you, Maybe we've got a new GM, so there's an element of he wants to get some of his own guys, and there's a bit of clearing house, but some of it's just, well, we just need to sweep out some dead wood for oh, the sake of it. Again. Um,
0: you, have we I lost gone? you there for a moment. There, yeah,
2: you're really
0: back. My... It's, it's, that's <laughs> <laughs> we just seem to be hoovering up all of our middling squad players. Yeah, but they're we're getting your middling squad players to replace
1: proven talent that we've got rid of, and it just it feels a bit like like obviously they're Rand's guys, like that that's why he's he's going after them. He knows them, he likes them, and um, but so sometimes there's change for change's sake, and it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a new guy wants to wants to put his own stamp on the team, which I sort of get, um, but I don't. There's 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 so much stubbornness in all of this and yeah it just it's just been you just feel a bit yeah this is this is all a bit crap um, but free agency in general seems to be there are more players getting released than picked up in in, in the league it feels like um, but that's the, that's the timing of it and they'll more will get swept up later I get that but yeah it just feels a bit lackluster and we did get Arden key though Pat which I was happy about
3: yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> disappointing. Maybe I was like less that. so. <laughs> he was with us for a year. It's disappointing to lose him to a divisional rival where he might cause us pain in the future, but 41% of defensive snaps, 15% of special team snaps. He was a But like rotation- all of them against
1: us. Maybe that's why <laughs> he, I like it.
3: He was a rotational piece. I don't think he's irreplaceable. It's certainly not as big a loss as John Taylor to the Chiefs, which is a lot more painful. Yeah, but this, this is the thing. There's a few a lot
1: of rotations like this seem to be happening with players like that. Those sort of five, six year into their career players are just getting chopped and changed for no real reason.
3: I think it's the same circumstance Mark just described with Taylor that he's at the end of his contract here. We wanted to keep him, but he could get more elsewhere and he's gone to a team to complain that bit more. And we've gone, mm, we can't quite match that. We're going to have to work out alternatives on the line and, Walk a little step in all priority. We drafted a couple of years ago, not quite the same caliber yet, I don't think, but okay. Mm. I was hoping pre draft last year that Cam Robinson would move on and they'd pick up Evan Neal in the draft to pick up his role, and that would have left them the cap space to sign Juan and keep him on this year. They kept Campbell, went Trevon Walker, so we'd gone down a different path and we are where we are. It's uh, speculation as to whether we're stronger one way or the other at this point.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not in any way defending your GM. Um, the thing that's weird about that is the uh, the fact that you've got Trevor still on a rookie deal. So you should theoretically be able to pay and hold on to those players if you really want to. So it feels more like uh, we weren't that bothered, rather than a,
3: we wanted to, and he just got offered loads of cash. I mean, it is a big contract to the Chiefs, so they're probably looking at it and thinking, like, we can get better value without that. We could have just about handled it, but we can get better value without, and you, know, you have to trust that. It looks like there's a few decent guards and tackles coming out of the draft at that level, like Osiris Thomas I've seen linked, and so you know we'll we'll see where we go with that.
0: One. Yeah, I just, I mean, going back to Arden Key, I'm just amused that he's bounced from one of our teams to another for, like, three years running now. <laughs> I intrigued to see where he ends up next. He does feel like one of those guys. That's, he's a good enough player that teams covet him, but not quite a good enough player that he can be, like, guaranteed first-team snaps all the time, and you want to grab him on, like, four or five years of a contract.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, that category of seems more
0: attractive to teams that don't have him at that moment in time. Well, he's a classic. <laughs> yeah but it's almost like a cookie cutter thing for the Niners now where we pick up these guys, Cleland Farrell, we've done it again this year, grab a guy who was a first round defensive end or defensive tackle, bring like athletic freak coming out of college, but drafted. I mean, Farrell was drafted way too high by the Raiders, unsurprisingly, (laughs) Um, but, but even if he's only a second round talent, that's still enough to give him a year and see how he goes pick these guys up, give them a year, get production out of them, and then someone else takes them on on a bigger contract because they can see the value there like the Jags did with Arden Key and we've seen it, uh, Amenahu and, and Eberkin have both gone this year. And this is constant rotation that means that we get these like late day three compensation picks for these guys. And there's always more failed defensive linemen coming out of their first contract who have, haven't lived up to the draft type. But it's great. I love watching it
3: happen. <laughs> It does look like a snip when you get pick him up for what two and a half a year, and at the same time pick up Javon Hargrave at twenty one a year. Yeah, but Hargrave's uh,
0: proved himself a little bit bit more, a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, tenfold is big. I'm very excited about Hargrave. um, Given we've not really filled the gap uh, that DeForest Buckner left when when he went, and he there was some tweet that you put out of like the eyes about this contract. And it's like, yeah, mate, but we couldn't afford that because the cap space was like 50 million less when we wanted to sign you and you were demanding a bit too big a contract for, for the money that we had. Um, I'd love to have kept him around, but if Hargrave is as productive as he was, that's going to be a fun defensive line to watch.
3: It looks like a ferocious D-line. It's terrifying if you're not a Niners fan yeah it's great love it <laughs> very very excited to see how that
0: works out next year and we've we've
2: not so much with sam donald starting for you though that'll be <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right any any other second best quarterback in the in that draft after uh after lamar <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes yeah, yeah. that <laughs> that's,
0: that's I, I don't know rosen maybe
1: uh, yeah the any other pre-agency news there's a couple of things i can think of um i say think of the cincy tight end who's gone to the panthers who i quite like whose name completely escapes me
3: um, <laughs> hayden heyden yeah. thank
1: you i nearly said big guy that and now it down with tight ends isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna have he's gonna have a rookie quarterback throwing to him this brings me to might be andy dalton don't forget might be andy dalton yeah <laughs> yeah maybe um but a, a, a I always feel like mine. it's
2: I, I, I kind of feel like it's likely that Dalton starts there I, I don't think oh yeah whoever they take first
0: I don't know they on. yeah mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Andy Dalton's that classic you bring him in he's like a healing play wrestling. six games you just yeah. you bring him in you know the fans will hate him and they'll mm-hmm. give you an excuse to swap him out for your rookie after he's had like five or six games and yeah perfect. Brilliant! Yeah. You, you want it to be that way around rather than the other. Um, you, know, <laughs> that you don't want
1: Andy Dalton coming in for your for your first round overall pick. Do you? God. But yeah, Hayden Hurst will be the safety blanket. Um, my recent theory of um, shit quarterbacks love to throw to a tight end. <laughs> um, we might see that in action in Carolina. We're going to see that in New York with Darren Waller and Daniel Jones. That's for sure. You know what made that me laugh was... about the
2: Darren Waller thing? is that he uh, he got traded he married his missus who plays for the Las Vegas WNBA team and he was traded so he was obviously thinking oh brilliant what a nice life i'm going to have in las vegas with my missus and um josh mcdaniel's traded him the day they got married <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funny... his
2: wedding present was to trade him to new york the funny say, thing oh, about congratulations you're moving
0: the funny thing about that was his missus somebody commented that on twitter and his missus went yeah because he wasn't invited to the wedding <laughs> so you, the
1: subject... you you have a nice he's looking forward to a nice life in vegas with his wife those two things don't marry
0: up do they like, well, <laughs>
2: they, look, they look very happy together in the wedding um but <laughs> Imagine that they finish. They go. Oh, by the way, what you did mean- you watch
0: the live stream? Yeah, it was good. Um, just this is what there. you do in the off season—just watching NFL players getting That's married. What, yes. What was the
1: <laughs> bridesmaid's color scheme, Mark?
2: She, she, pure white. She was v-
1: the v- bride's v- bridesmaids.
2: V- oh, them! I'd uh, like. Yeah, I don't. didn't
1: say the bride's color scheme. I could have had a guess at that. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. So he's he's had to move to. The job to New York the day of the wedding. I'm lucky.
3: How does Josh <laughs> yeah. McDaniels keep getting work? He just keeps <laughs> getting jobs at clubs, destroying them, and then, yeah. like, oh, well, you fucked that place up. Let's bring you here. Oh, he's alienated our quarterback and he's trading away our best players and yeah. taking another team apart. It's weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Devonta Adams has just got to be sat there like this With both both fingers crossed Just desperately hoping that he's next to get traded For like a fourth round pick If it makes sense he won't
1: do it That's how this works um, Any other noteworthy things To discuss
2: I do enjoy every year I enjoy watching How little and I know there's obviously stuff going on With Aaron Rodgers but I, I always enjoy Watching how little Green Bay do In free agency it's always been their thing To do like absolutely fuck all but this year takes the biscuit, how they've signed a long snapper and re-signed a kick returner. That's
0: it. <laughs> Amazing. Long snapper. I mean, Nixon and, was good um, last year, to be fair. It's almost like they're a little bit distracted right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's brilliant. They've like, it's... it's <laughs> do,
0: do you think that's why? Do you think they're just... They're,
2: <laughs> oh, Dan, we they can't get any deals
0: done. <laughs> I can't focus on this, this Aaron Rodgers thing. I can't focus on anything else. Just Just waiting for that money to clear off the books. Then we can sign some people. There'll be no one left, but we can try. Huh. Yeah, the third of September
3: when that deal goes through or whatever, Yeah, <laughs> don't like Gardner Minshew going to the Colts. That's upsetting. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was—he was
0: one of the ones that I was hoping for the Darnold role at the Niners. He was one of the names that was being banded around. I was like, I'd love to see him there. Be be a lot of fun. Like having him as you know stepping in in the NFC Championship game and throwing three touchdowns.
3: Did you see the Vikings announcing they'd signed tight end Josh Oliver and describing him as one of the best blocking tight ends in the league? And I was yeah. like, what? Are you and they gave
0: they gave him a mad contract as well for a guy, I mean, just a blocking tight end. I'd love a
3: blocking tight end, but what are you doing? Seven to eight million a year, for three years. Yes. Right. It's, it's a lot for an all right tight end.
1: Just get a tackle.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's very Vikingsy, isn't it? And we 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 replaced him with um Chris Manhurst who was better and has just gone to the Broncos on a contract that they haven't put the numbers in for, so that's unhealthy. But a lot cheaper than eight million a year, I imagine.
0: It's amazing given that the Broncos have spent the most in free agency. We haven't actually talked about any of
3: their free agents. I mean Stand out is probably offensive line, which, given that how much um, Russell Wilson was sacked last year, isn't a surprise. Spent 52 million on Ben Powers over four years, and your mate Mike McGlinchey, you will uh, go along and get them loads of false star penalties.
0: 87 and a half million <laughs> for a guy who is a good run blocker, but very, very average as a pass blocker, and that's being nice. Mm. Seeing him being literally thrown sideways by I can't remember who it was, but one of the Eagles. No, it might have been Mike Parsons actually against the Cowboys. It's just like, oh yeah, that was mate. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I I I liked Mike McGlinchey because I think that there's a lot of really shocking offensive line play in the league, and he was good at a lot of that job, but that's a lot of
3: money for that man. I've got to thank them for making me feel better about us re-signing Bethard on like two and a half million a year because I was yeah, like, well that yeah, seems yeah. like a lot and I then they signed Jarrett Stidham for five million a year and I was like, well he's at least he's more than half as good as Jarrett Stidham so we're doing alright <laughs> He's definitely better than Jared Stidham Exactly I can't then-
1: remember ever discussing so many like third string quarterbacks in an episode <laughs> of this podcast
0: <laughs> Because as we've seen, third string quarterbacks matter, Adam <laughs> it, seems, it seems they do
1: but like it feels, and especially at teams that where you know they're going to draft someone as well, like the Colts. Um, <laughs> yeah, over analyzing this stuff, um, where half these guys we're never going to see.
0: But it's the, this it's is the, the off season it's like Russ perking up in the in the whatsapp chat having completely zoned out when the broncos were clearly going to be terrible for most of last season the fact that he's now like yeah we're going to be amazing it's like this is the moment when all the hope starts and every team looks at their roster and starts to think yeah maybe this will gel maybe we could get to the playoffs we could do we could get a championship game right uh, i can't relate <laughs> just everything seems everything seems worse <laughs> you you say that up until last off season, you were exactly the same.
1: <laughs> no, uh, no, previous years diff- you've
0: been—you were excited about Tannehill. You're excited about Derek Henry. You're always like, "Yeah, we're going to be great." And.
1: Yeah, but the problem—the problem is this year. In the back of my mind, either of them could be traded away somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's that's one that hasn't happened. The Henry trade was heavily touted like two weeks ago, and nothing seems to have oh, gone on. This, there. this is this is where it's it's hard to
1: really know what's going on um, with the rumor mill. But it was reported one day that he's being shopped, and then the next they came out and were like, "No, he's not." Um, and they are sort of both seen reputable sources, so that maybe. Maybe it was one of these deliberate things. Let's just put something out there, and then we can just deny it, um, and then just see what the interest levels like. It might have been that I don't, know. I but I can't see, I can't see that he would get what we would want for him. Like who's who's paying? No one's giving up like a first round pick for Derek Henry at his age well, and those miles on the clock back. for any running back. Um, I mean he's he's pretty special as they go, obviously, but he's not going to get a price. Like he's worth more to us now than he would be yeah. to to anyone else. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Nothing would shock me though, because it's you know the the new GM thing. As I said,
0: the the big thing there is like you say, no one's. You'd probably be lucky to get a third round for him. Obviously, his talent levels. It's the fan reaction as well. Like, can you imagine how pissed off the fans would be if you trade him away for? What he's probably going to get you from another organization.
1: Well, this, this is, I don't know
0: how, I, I, was, I do wonder how much
1: teams pay attention to that. Like the, the market, you've got to sell side. those jerseys, you've got, got Yeah, to sell those jerseys, man. Especially if you're not, you know, you're a relatively small market team. Um, and he's been the face, basically, the face of your franchise for quite a number of years, more so than the quarterback, which is, yeah, normally it's a quarterback. Um, yeah. And but you see it like every, every playoff year where the NFL will do the like the cartoon and there's the 11 quarterbacks and Derek Henry and, <laughs> in the cartoon and the road to the Super Bowl or whatever. And the NFL UK will sell, you know, we're coming over to London this year. NFL UK will sell tickets and the Bills are coming as well. And it, that'll obviously be Josh Allen will be the face of the Bills, Henry will be the face of the Titans. Um, so it's it's quite a big thing. For the ownership to agree to lose someone like that, um, and as like like it would make yeah, as I said, if it was if a team was going to give us a first round pick for him or something, then I could maybe see it happening. But they're not. No one's no one's going to do that, um, and no and nor should they. Um, it's you know, a twenty nine year old, thirty year old running back with that many miles on the clock, and he's pretty durable as they go. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. Last year. Wasn't as good as he used to and you can he's see not. that. <laughs> and it's like he's still gone for fifteen hundred yards, which ain't bad. This is, you, you, strip, you strip these things up, I ain't bad behind the joke of an offensive line that we had. Don't get me
0: wrong; he's still a force, but he's not the force he was. But you're you're in that thing now of you're gambling that he'll continue to give you that production, and no one else is going to gamble on that. But you. You, he's in your organization already so you might as well try yeah, it's keep not him around gamble. as long as he's continuing to do that
1: yeah 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 and it's it's yeah it's not a gamble when he's in the organization already is it and the, there's okay right but if you're, you're another organization paying you, otherwise you're, you're saying
0: we could give up a first and he might only get us 500 yards next year and then he gets injured and then we've got nothing
1: mm. yeah you that's know.
0: how they would see it and i get right that. yeah um, how do we get here?
1: I think we we must have had we must have chatted enough. Um, this is the off season. Well, what, what about off season topics of conversation? We've actually talked about pre agency for like an hour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about mentioned the uh, leading touchdown scorer last season within teams, which surprised me that the Lions let him go. Oh yes, yeah,
2: and again, I find that a weird one for the uh, for the Saints.
1: Like, oh, Jamal Williams. Yeah, I was, yes. I was trying to work out who you were talking about. I, <laughs> it should have been
3: obvious. I mean, it's,
2: it's a good move, but is it a position? Is, is, was that their need?
3: Really? I, they've got him really comparatively cheap for what he produced last season, and given the character that he seems to be, and it's looking very likely that, that Alvin Kamara like, is suspended. So it's yeah, that, well, I a position that, of need, that. I suppose. What is it about? How nice a bloke can someone be?
1: Everybody says that about him. Every time he's talked about, it's like... Oh,
3: but look, look at him. Like,
1: look at oh, him. look at that. Little, little <laughs> Jamal. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the difference between working someone positive every day in a high-stress environment and fucking working with a selfish diva who loves the limelight and gets on everyone's tits. You know, it's uh, it's different. You could just call him Aaron. <laughs> I don't like to mention names. Well, but he, it's a funny one, one with him.
1: It, it's always mentioned with him, isn't yeah. it? Like, how is he like... What is he like at a dinner party? Uh, he, he must have some yarns to get this reputation. And <laughs> uh, that—that was what That was supposedly why Paul Collingwood played so many tests for England when he was pretty average. Was just oh, yeah, but <laughs> just a really least... nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> good. Good he in makes the laugh in the dressing room. Yeah, <laughs> good.
0: Uh, the other one, the other one that I saw uh, is the Austin Eckler asking to be traded. That's the other interesting one because the Chargers. That feels like that would be a much bigger loss for them than it would be gain for someone else. Yes,
3: the, the, he's a yeah, huge this part is, of
0: offense.
1: This is exactly the same as Derek Henry for me. It's it's exactly as you say. Like it, he might. Yeah, well, I don't know why he's. He obviously wants to leave for some reason, but um, yeah, who's who's going to give the Chargers what they would want?
0: Uh, he's, it's only, maybe... he's only got one more season on that contract anyway, so he's a free agent after a year, so you've got to basically do a trade and extension on his contract if you're getting him. You wouldn't want to just take him on a year and hope for the best, but I just... If you're the Chargers, surely you make that work. You've got Justin Herbert, so you're not paying him a fortune yet. Um, I don't understand why you don't suck it up, give him an extra two years, take him through to at least 30. Like, he... He's a productive. He's one of the more underrated backs in the league, from my perspective. Or maybe that's just I don't rate him as highly as I think I maybe should. I think he's really good,
2: Austin Ackler. I think right. he improves pretty much most teams in the league. Um, I he's one of those backs that I wouldn't mind the bills picking up, but but we won't. Um, <laughs> but I, th- I think he's um, well because the
1: probably. price is too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same as same as Derek Henry. Same as most running backs. Unless yeah. yeah, unless they get released, go and pick up Zeke. There you go. Nope. <laughs> Although I say you say this like it's up to you and you about you're making the decisions. No, I'm not going. I'm not going to be doing so long, that.
2: So long as we keep drafting quarterbacks called Alan, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in my, suddenly it's Alan in as a first name in my head here, and obviously there's only one Alan, really, isn't there?
2: Well, we've because now our backup is now Kyle Allen. So we, we just we just keep keep bringing in more Allens. It's all good.
1: <laughs> um, are there any more Bradley Allen? No, he was a footballer.
0: I don't know where <laughs> that came from. Was there, was there a Bradley Allen? Maybe in the NFL. Oh,
2: maybe. I if he's got
0: this far and you know whether there is or not, please tweet us and let us know. <laughs> don't because be we honest. won't look it up. No, no no one's tweeting us. No one tweeted us about
1: what we should talk about, except for Rob (laughs) asking for Craig's quiz.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's try. At least least we've delivered.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rob. Right, let's move on from the NFL. We've Um, done now, aren't we? Can we go Well, not quite. Not quite. In fact, before we get into any other business, just because it's the off season and we haven't done this in absolutely ages, let's do this.
3: Ugh,
2: horrible. Oh, don't say that about the Jags. No.
3: Things Pat hates. Sports that involve judges awarding style points. Hmm? <laughs> Does that include WWE? It should. No, for
0: multiple reasons.
2: He said sports. <laughs>
0: That's that's an odd timing of the year to come up with that one because I normally get annoyed with that around the Winter Olympics. I don't know
3: when I wrote that one down. These are <laughs> okay. I think it was near the Olympics. I think it was uh, a dressage slash Ugh. gymnastics related one.
1: It's not. It shouldn't be dressage. Just like it shouldn't be for Nigel Farage. It should be Farage and dressage.
0: <laughs> it should be not a sport. It, well, it. <laughs> i mean it's impressive it's really impressive but it's horse dancing
2: yes <laughs> what's it doing in the olympics fuck off horse
0: dancing. why uh, the, why isn't the horse getting the credit rather than the person 100%. It? yeah totally agree. exactly yeah if you have a horse olympics it absolutely can be a sport there <laughs>
1: yes oh can we have a, ho- a horse olympics please <laughs> other animals too um, <laughs> uh, mon- monkeys obviously don't know where I'm going with this. Monkey tennis. Monkey. <laughs> that's where I'm going. <laughs> right. Any, any other business? Um,
3: Pat, let's start with you. Oh, you'll like this. This is a uh, building logistics. Uh, any other business? So. You have me at logistics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work in a, an, an L-shaped building, which is basically two sides of a big square. And there's 3,000 people Uh, Thanks for clarifying what an L looks like. Excellent. Thanks. (laughs) With some sticky upper bits, I reckon there's about 800 people in our building. They're redoing the uh, toilets across the building and they've taken out 60% of them at once. So you can imagine what carnage that causes when you you cut down to 40% of the toilet capacity for a building with 800 people trying to work in it all day. It's been uh, an interesting month.
1: When you've got the newspaper, you're under your arm and you're walking down a corridor whistling to yourself and then you can't get in there, it's a problem.
3: It's it's very much changed my tactics because it used to be... <laughs> toilet <laughs> hold, tactics. Yeah, ho- hold it as long as you can and then just nip out and back to uh, minimise the disruption in your day and the number of signs you have to get up from your desk. But now it's like first inkling of needing a piss get out there as quick as you can, because you never know how long it's going to take you to find a place you can go. There might be uh cleaning going on, in which case you have to go upstairs, and then we've narrowed it down, to so the six people in there, so then you have to go upstairs again. You end up going into different buildings, and stuff is mad.
0: You get weird looks from people who you've, you've never been into their part of the building, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing coming in yeah. and using our <laughs> toilets?
3: Making me have to queue, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Do you have, like, a favourite toilet? I, I can imagine
1: you would in a building <laughs> like that. Like,
3: Yes, definitely
1: yeah there'd be like there'd be a
0: the far trap of the floor above you or something it's just 100%. better yeah. yeah 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 oh there's a quiet area where there's not many offices there's just like a big i don't know test bit of of that building and so you can wander up there and know there'll be no one around keep it quiet except not not at the moment with 40 percent toilet capacity that's bad
3: that's not it, great it's yeah as i say it's been an interesting one.
0: Find out, find out who the director of operations is that made that decision. Just go and take a dump on their desk every time you need
2: to. <laughs> really hope there's not come some kind of sickness bug. Well,
3: can you imagine diarrhea going around that office. Oh, good
1: <laughs> gosh. Oh, this is exactly the tone that we've missed. <laughs> the
0: thing is, when Adam, when you asked the question, "Do you have a favorite toilet?" My first thought was, "Oh my God, that's such an Adam question." And the second thought was, "Of course, I always do in every office I ever." Work. <laughs> definitely, hundred percent um mark what's your favorite toilet
2: <laughs> one that's got loo roll in it's fine <laughs> i'm sure i had in any other business from yes. years ago it was about going into a toilet and then not being any and i'd already done my shit and then thinking what do i do now i'm still staggered that
0: you did that without checking oh, i know uh, that is
2: i had too much faith that that there was still toilet there oh i
0: did the number of times that i've gone into like i don't know an air it's always airports because I'm always jet lagged and completely spaced. And you yeah. go in and you're Ooh, like airport
1: toilets oh, are never good. Oh never fuck. good.
0: And you check and there's some, but it's like it's this much. is too late. If I if I if I if there wasn't any there, this is now too late for me to have <laughs> made this decision.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's like the aircraft on the runway.
1: Uh, where they reach the point of um no return. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are getting lift off no matter what happens right now.
2: Uh, sorry, yeah, any other business. Um I, I read something I think yesterday that Plymouth City Council have chosen to cut down like 200 trees in the city centre. Oh, God, um, I thought this was
1: going to be another you, Les, for a minute. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they've been been—they've um, decided to cut down shitloads of trees because they're remodelling the shape of bits of inner city Plymouth. And that feels like a really fucking stupid thing to do um, because, you know, we, we generally need more trees. Plymouth needs a damn sight more trees than it's got. I went to university there and um, it needs all the greenery that it can get in the city centre. And it just feels like, weird from a wildlife point of view, from a generally environmental point of view, it feels like a really fucking stupid thing to do to cut down that amount of trees in one go. And there was like there was pictures that um, did the rounds on Twitter of just like it, it, like it was some kind of napalm bomb had gone off and destroyed the like all the city center of all their trees. And yeah, it really upset me. So don't do stupid things like that. Leave the trees where they are. So you're yep. saying it
0: was a tree apocalypse?
3: <laughs> oh boy, apocalypse! <clears throat> I'm really sorry, listeners. <laughs> you're not. You're not at all. <laughs> I'm
2: really sorry.
0: You've, you've listened. Weird. You've listened
2: in good faith to this podcast for a long time. No one's so got they this far, mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listened in good faith. You, you, you've enjoyed or it, or this far. It's
2: been. It's been a, it's been a fun
1: listen. They again. haven't. No, they haven't. You have
2: put up with an over an hour of content, and that—that's the payoff. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry.
1: <laughs> um, I, well, I think I'm going to say, Rich. I'm going to go next. Uh, <sighs> escalator, escalator etiquette. I...
2: <laughs> that's an adam any other business
1: <laughs> and this is a really really tiny thing but it hasn't i haven't really this hasn't annoyed me before and it didn't really annoy me that would be a i'd a, be a leap to say this annoyed me but um sometimes you know we all know you stand on the right and walk on the left if that's your thing um in this country if you ever um, lived or worked in london Yeah. I mean, you could live in Australia and they stand on the left of escalators and walk on the right. That's weird. Um, Fun fact (laughs) for you. Um, But that's not what this is about. Um, It's about if you're standing on an escalator and it's quite busy and you're in a tube station, some people in a hurry in rush hour, um, when you when the escalator gets to the top and you get to the sort of two or three yards of flat bit, don't wait to start walking until the moving bit stops. Once it's flat, just, just walk off. Don't stand <laughs> there until you get to the bit when you literally have to walk or your shoes will get stuck. Um, oh, like,
2: why, why does why this annoy this? you?
1: <laughs> just, of all the things in the world
2: that can annoy you, but like, this is I, the hill you're choosing to die on.
1: I understand. like You don't want to walk up the stairs because you might be lazy or you're not in a hurry. But... Once you get to that bit, it's flat. It's like you're meant to... It's like, who stands on a travelator? Like, in an airport, a people mover thing. You don't stand on that. It's there to make you walking quicker and to get (laughs) your places quicker. It's not for standing on.
2: Me and my mates play a game where we stand on them and and you, like, strike a pose and you're not allowed to move until you get to the end of the escalator. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we'd be one of those people that's pissing you off. I honestly.
1: No, I think it's striking a pose. I respect that. Okay, um, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, mean, as I say, it's a, it's a, it's a reach to say this actually annoyed me, but it just, I just like that might be
2: the most Adam any other business I've heard in weeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> a, there's a scene in Mister Bean where he goes up to the top of an escalator and just stops at the point where the he, lip is and the like escalator keeps going underneath him. And I spent ages trying to learn how to do that in different shows. I would have really annoyed Adam.
0: <laughs> I have seen a tourist stop having immediately stepped off the top of an escalator and then stopped between you know whether the bits keep going on either side of you and get absolutely smashed from behind by a, probably a normal London everyday commuter who just assumed they would continue walking, but they obviously stopped to look around and work out where to go next. boys yes. that's Very where funny. to go next. Very funny.
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah, and the, the same person will then get to the ticket barrier 50 yards later and get to the barrier and then decide to get their wallet or their phone out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
0: This country. This country.
1: I think I missed COVID when we didn't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, Rich, tell me you've got something better than that.
0: Uh, I've got a couple of minor things. First off, Ted Lasso's back, which I'm extremely excited about. And I know that if Nate was here, he would also want to talk about this. Uh, but the, the three of you who are here don't care. I um, care. So y- I- are you watching it? I've watched
1: every episode prior to this. Uh, so okay, I can't. I, can. So I just, just haven't. You just I haven't watched, watched it. Yet. Ah, okay, yeah. I mean,
0: it did only drop yesterday, so it's, it's not like there's a massive hurry to watch it, right? It's on a streaming. I mean, it's so it's still it Whenever it. you want.
1: But yeah, I, I, shit. So I did because I didn't tune in at nine PM <laughs> last night. I've missed it forever. Back in nineteen
2: eighty-four, <laughs> when they had that's how it worked. It's Brilliant. all right
1: because I did set my VCR. <laughs> and
0: put the code in, so we're good. Does anyone still own a VCR, like up in a loft space or something? Because I was thinking yep. about this the other day. I think I've got VCR tapes, probably at my parents' in their loft, that I've got no way of playing because I don't think they've even got one anymore.
3: It's next to you... a mega
0: drive. Do you Megatrive? used to tape
1: tape stuff the off the TV to keep like comedy series? I used to, and yeah, on long like play, on play as well, so you could fit more more yeah, on the yeah. tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy to sacrifice quality in those days just nope. to fit more on the tape. Um, now, now if something's not in HD, uh, I'm kicking right off. But long play <laughs> VHS, no problem at all. Basically, lad, just when,
0: everything's a blur. Whenever <laughs> I watch
2: um, like the Premier League years, my lad cannot believe that we used to watch football in that quality. When he, he looks <laughs> to yeah. how could you even see what was going on? I'm like, <laughs> that was the you 90s. saw the
0: net bulge, you knew that the ball had gone in. It's <laughs> yeah. all good. Yeah, it's fine. and back then, we had com-
3: <laughs> back then we had commentators who described the game and didn't just chat shit as well.
0: Brilliant. Oh,
3: are you a Tory MP watching Match of the Day, Pat?
1: <laughs> why? Don't. Why hasn't
0: this come up? <laughs> oh God, oh I no. can't be bothered to talk no. about that. <laughs> no. and, and VHSs was not that. That was not my AOV. It was never intended to be anything <laughs> along those lines. Um, what I, did, I do, yeah, I was- do
1: want to. Sorry, I do want to give a quick shout out to that. I don't know who it was that Tory MP who was waxing lyrical about how good match of the day was because it didn't have any of the guff of the experts or the commentators and he could
0: get to the pub for last orders
2: <laughs> such a twat
0: so you don't know how to watch football or use pubs well done <laughs> it's almost <laughs> yeah. like it's almost like Tory MPs like to not be told to do what by experts mm. anything because you know they hate the idea of someone being right and then uh, he's a big, right. he's a massive
1: football fan. I know that because he put a little football emoji in the middle of that tweet.
0: <laughs> of course. Um, the second thing I was going to come to was uh, Roy Kent, one of the characters, a guy called Brett Goldstein plays him and has a podcast called Films to be Buried With, which I didn't know about until probably about three or four weeks ago and have since uh, probably listened to about 60 episodes of it. It's really great. Um, it's him chatting with a bunch of... There's a lot of British comedians. Like, is he in um, character
1: as Roy Kent? No, no, this oh, is free
0: pre-Roy Kent. So it's... it's th- That was one of the things that threw me to start with is that he's such a gentle, quietly-spoken guy who still swears quite a bit, but he's... he's <gasps> great. No! Yeah, exactly. It's not that at all. Um, but it's really it's like great. Jamal Williams. He's had yeah. some incredible guests on there as well. Sharon Stone's on one of them. And it's like... Before he was really known for, because obviously the Roy Kent thing is the thing that's got him much better known than he was pre-Ted Lasso. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really good listen. I fully recommend it if you like films and funny people.
1: It's not a surprise to hear he's done that because he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where.
0: <laughs> that true. That's
1: that's that's some yeah. You're not going to get that
3: joke if you've not seen. T- anyway, um. I'm going to get that joke because you've told it before. <laughs> <laughs> That will never stop me.
1: <laughs>
0: Especially if it's niche. Um, Monkey tennis? I mean, it's not that niche anymore.
1: <laughs> Sorry, have you finished your AOB? Yeah, I've, inter- I've interrupted all of them <laughs> except my own, which definitely needed interrupting.
0: <laughs> uh, right. That's how going. long have we been going for? Two hours? Yeah,
1: oh, nearly. <laughs> nearly.
0: Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. yeah. Bye. bye.
3: <laughs>
1: it needed ending. It needed yeah, to do it.